All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Who's on the Lord's Side. Now, before I begin, I just want to say if I sound a little nasally, um, congested, or hoarse, raspy, it is because I am recovering from um, a cold. The weather has been very bad here um, in New York. I don't have allergies, and I actually haven't had a cold in years, but um, sickness is here, and I am here, sick. <laughs> so, also, this episode is not uh, a traditional episode. I want to share my thoughts on experience that I had the other night, okay? Um, I'm actually going to, I'm going to entitle this episode, The Great Exodus. Now, in order for me to, for you to understand the storm, I have to set up a few, set it up for you. So we all know that states have, some states have legalized marijuana and that uh, New York is one of those states. I live in New York State. I live in Queens, okay? Um, so because it's now illegal, a lot of small businesses has opened up as marijuana dispensaries, right? And on top of that, while you have stores that are just straight down, um, marijuana dispensaries or smoke shops on that nature, you also have uh, corner stores, you know, run by the ox and them. Like we come next to we say, hey, ox, ox, or whatever. And ox and them will sit there and sell too, some of them. It didn't even have to be. I know there's a Jamaican restaurant. I, uh, um, I went to go pick up some food on one time. You know, certain people who they know or certain people who, I, you know, they, they tell them like, oh, I got that or whatever they'll do. They're not going to put it next to their, you know, their um, menu for the day next to the curry, curry goat and stuff like, oh, and also we're selling this, but they're going to let people know. Now this corner store does this, right? But it, um, when I'm going in the corner store, it's still a regular corner store. I put it to the corner store. There was a car ready at the corner store. Let's go to the corner store, just get the regular basic things that I need. It's a Saturday night, but it's really like early Sunday morning. It's probably like a little after midnight, so it's going into Sunday morning. It's very quiet. quiet. It's also extremely rainy night. That's another reason why I kind of regret I went out that night, too. <laughs> because, <coughs> excuse me, because <clears throat> when I went out that night, um, I feel like my cold got worse, right? But I also feel like I was there for a reason. I went out there to get a few things for myself, like um, for my cold and also a sandwich because I didn't feel like cooking that. I didn't have an appetite since I've been sick. So I said, let me just pick up something. And really the main reason I stepped out is because Bank of America is around the corner. I just went to the ATM with my card um, and made a deposit real quick so that I could do some stuff the next day, right? And I go back to the corner store, though. These, these, these cars right here. I'm like, all right, pull up behind the car. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, it looks like they didn't even get out the car yet. So I'm already, I'm already trying to hurry up and get out the car to, you know, pass the rain and get inside, get what I need just to get back in the home. That's, just, that's all I just want to get my get my butt in the house. When all of a sudden, these people in the car moving faster than me. The doors fly open, um, and I see three guys. Like, three, three, three doors fly open, driver, passenger, and a back door. Three guys go running inside. I'm like, okay, dang, they already beat me. And it's three of them. They're all probably going to get sandwiches. I don't, I don't know what they're getting. It's a corner store. You get anything from there. I'm like, but most likely it's going to be a big order. I'm trying to be in and out. I'm like, dang, I want to be in there first. So as I'm closing the car door, locking the door and everything, I realize that the, the back door opens up again. And now a girl runs out. This girl, she has like a little tiny dress on. It's hot. It's been hot. Like, you know, she just, she just looked like a nice little body. Just, she, she's with the team. I said, Lord, I know this one girl is just riding around with these three boys. But I said, you know, just go in there and mind your business. You know, but my, my spirit already, my, my stuff be tangling. So sure enough, I go inside, stand by these kids. They don't want um, the normal stuff in the convenience store. They don't, you know, they're not here for sandwich, snack, whatever, um, ice cup. None of that, you know, whatever the hell is, the peanut butter. They're here because they want to, they want the marijuana. So they're talking to him like, let us see what you got, you know. But when they go in there, I noticed that I noticed that when I pulled up, they all came together. But I noticed that when I got inside the store, they were all trying to act like they weren't together. 
So by the time I walked into the store, was not that which was not that long after them, there was already a commotion ensued between the group as to who was their first, who was their second, as far as talking to the guy about what they were looking for, the product. But it was like small banter. Okay, so the guys were over talking each other, and they were also at the same time I noticed talking to the guy like, "Let me see this one. Well, what size is that one? And uh, let me let me smell that one." And they're all doing this, but also bantering with each other. Like, hey, you know, I was here first. Okay, but you saw me standing here like some kind of that. Like, this is all weird and awkward. I said, all of this for, you know, just because y'all want to get some smokes or whatever. So long story short, the guy um, starts to notice, like, uh, he's overwhelmed. Like, too much of them, too many of them are talking to him all at once. Um, He gave out a bag. One smelled one. He gave another. You know what I'm saying? But he's trying to figure out, is he getting all the bags back? Now, I noticed, I didn't notice that that's what he was going through, okay? I'm minding my business. As a matter of fact, I'm already annoyed. Like, girl, you should have sat your butt in the car, just waited for this knucklehead group to leave out or whatever, because I already knew, at least I thought, for the sandwich's sake or whatever, they was all going to be, no, I want this, make it toasty with cheese, you know what I'm saying? And don't be doing it like last time, because you be messing up my sandwiches. You know New York style, chopped cheese, whatever it is that they were looking for. Now, they ain't even looking for sandwiches, so this is worse. This going to take longer than sandwiches, because at least you, 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 you holding up them to make your sandwiches. Now you holding them up because you don't even know what you want. As they're doing that, though, I, I did notice as I'm in my phone and minding my business, rolling my eyes in my head like, y'all, come on. I'm, I just want to get in the house, my butt sick. And I know the person in the store. I've frequented the store before, so I don't want to be the person to make him feel like, man, you're taking too long. I can be patient. Let me be patient. But as I'm doing that, scrolling in my phone, anytime a door open, you know, I'm, I'm street smart. I don't care if you, I mean, especially if somebody's coming in behind me, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to look to see what's coming in or what's going out. So I notice the door is opening and closing, opening and closing. What's happening is one of these boys, as the group is still talking and bantering to the guy and some supposedly smelling bags, and I don't want this. What's that? What's this? What's that? He's going outside. Then he comes back inside and he's like, oh man, come on, y'all ain't done, y'all ain't done. But then he goes back to the group again. Somebody else in the group, like a girl, sure ran out to the car real quick and be like, you know what, y'all, you know what, um, I changed my mind. But what she gets, what she's doing or what they're doing is con- causing a commotion, causing a distraction, um, not giving all the bags back to this guy. And in the midst of the distraction, acting like they're walking out, waiting for people outside, but they're really unloading in the car. You see, this is what I didn't realize, but this is what they was doing later. Come to find out now the door open again for a second time. Two girls come back in. So I'm like, wait a minute. How many, I said, this is a clown car? How many, how many, how many people was in this car? Because remember the first, I told you three guys and one girl. So I was like, girl, what you doing? Now I realize it's, it's three guys and three girls because two girls came out. The two girls are now talking to the one girl that was there previously. Like, girl, what's taking so long? And she's like, oh, you know, they up here. They, again, I like not together. Um, I know you, they like, you know, I know you were, you're helping these guys, but I technically was talking to you first. All this commotion. Okay. Long story short, it got to the point that even I'm like, what's really going on here? The guy's behind a glass, a protective bulletproof glass. At this point, he's saying, I don't want to give you all any more thing to smell or touch. You know what I'm saying? That, that he's just saying no. Well, he's not cursing at them. He's shaking his head. No, he's just like, no, no, no. He's like, what do you mean? No, the guy's getting aggressive. Give me that one. Bang, 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 bang on the glass. Give me that one over there. Let me, let me smell that. Let me put you. I was like, okay, see me, my spidey senses be tingling. And when it comes to street smarts, that's normally my cue to go and get the hell out of here. Cause anything could happen. First of all, there's a trend going on. 
with business owners being sick and tired, especially small business owners being sick and tired of being handled by punks like them, all right? Or it don't have to be youth. It could just be people like them. You're coming in there. You're clearly causing a disturbance. You're trying to do something you're not supposed to do. And then when they stand up for themselves, whether it's with strong, well, they stand up for themselves in the first right that they have to. No. Please leave. Stuff like that. And they don't want to. You know, sometimes it has to get too bigger um, for us. These days now, sometimes they got to stab a customer. I hate that it has to come to that point, but especially here in New York. I know high road stuff can get. We're in a very narrow space. It's just me and these kids in the store. You know, he's over there behind the glass. I'm not protected. So I say, no, maybe I should just get up out of here. But I say, no, no. I said, I'm still going to stay because I was like, I'm, out. I'm, I'm already here. <laughs> maybe I even just felt too sick. But I'm telling you, the spirit of the Lord did tell me that I should get out of there now. All of a sudden, um, one of the girls tries to leave, and she says, the door is locked. So I was like, the door is locked? Because, you know, that's the new thing they started putting here in New York City. Akinum and these delis, this, them doors done changed. Um, I'm pretty sure probably at the smoke shops, and other, a lot of these doors have changed. It's not anymore that they just uh, lock it with the, with, the, with the key anymore, and then, you know, they could pull the gate down at the end of the day they could push a button and that 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 green goes to red you know what i'm saying just from the counter and you can't go out anymore they don't have to anymore have to really go out and restrain the person to lock them in and risk you know getting to the door or telling somebody lock them in anymore right so the door was locked now as she's saying the door was locked this guy's already calling the police oh boy all right i don't know who he's calling but he's on the phone with somebody that's when they started getting scared he was like are you calling the police are you calling the police (laughs) right and then he looked at them and he just kept talking. At one point, he kind of shook his head like, no, he's not calling the police. I, he, that, I, I, I don't know if he was just saying that just to buy himself more time. I don't know if he was saying that because he was just calling the store owner just to tell them that he was having a problem with some people in the store. But this made them uncomfortable. And honestly, um, it, for me, I have nothing to do with the situation, but I could already see what was happening. Truth be told, in all the time that y'all was here, close to almost 10 minutes. That's a long time, especially when it's a long, when it's a long time or 10 minutes of commotion. That's a long time. You ain't buying nothing. Nobody pulled out anything. And even now, when you when you're locked in, why aren't you why aren't you uh, protesting being locked in? Not saying that they should, but they didn't even say anything. So the girls like we're locked in. I think they're calling the police. Now, if you didn't do anything wrong, or if you're not trying to do anything wrong, why are you at this point now talking to each other? The girls saying to the guys, "See, I'm just told y'all 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 doing too much. Y'all did too much. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all doing too much." She's saying this to the guy. So I'm kind of catching on. I said, "Oh Lord, have mercy." So at some point, they all tried to cop plea, and as a group, just be like, "Man, are you know you bugging? You bugging? You ain't even gotta do all that. You know the men gotta save face. I don't care what nobody say. These young girls, I'm looking at them." They are attractive young girls. They they have their whole life ahead of them. And these young boys, they knuckleheaded, but they not that type. You know, they they, they the type that they still got a chance to. But they they young and dumb. We all been young and dumb. But I'm looking at these girls like, you know, it's it's about to get real right now. If the police coming right now, well, because y'all want to hang out with, with, with these knuckleheads on tonight. And these guys, they over there telling these girls, like, I got it. This is what I do. And I know they felt embarrassed. Nothing's going like how you wanted this to go. And now y'all all may potentially go to jail, get in trouble, or get searched and get caught. Come on. So I'm sitting here like, ah, look at this. At least I know they about to leave. So they got their way to the door and tried to get out. As they're making their way to the door and the counter is clear, obviously I'm going to step up. So I stepped up. I said, listen, man, you know, you know exactly what you want. <laughs> I didn't even want the sandwich anymore. 
just give me my little snacks over here, my mic and eggs, whatever. I already had the money out and I had my hand out for the change. So um, he was like, anything else you need? I was like, no. Then he gave me my change, right? Now, as soon as I was getting my stuff, I noticed that this crowd come back and they're hovering back on top of me because I, the last thing I said to him was, and I'm leaving now. And I said, I know you locked the door, but I'm leaving now. I was like, so when I get to the door, I said, please, I said, when I get over there, lock, unlock the door. So he just looked at me and he was like, okay. Now I get to the door. And I open the door, and the door is locked. I was like, okay. I'm, I lock, pull it on, pull it on again, and the door is locked. So I told him I said, open the door. And then he says, he didn't say no. He just didn't open the door. He just looked at me. So I said, open the door. And the man didn't open the door. So I said, open the door. Now, first of all, I don't scream, and I don't get loud, and I didn't even have to say a curse word. When I tell you there was a voice from within that just told me, I said, open the door. No. I said, open the door. He's saying, open the door now. I said, you're going to open this door. You're not holding me here against my will. I am not with these people. Whatever it is you got going on with them or whatever it is you think that they got going on with you ain't got nothing to do with me. Open up this door now. Now, as I'm sitting there and screaming this at the top of my lungs, these kids is looking frightened and they're turning around like their mama's showing. And now they're saying, oh, this lady, this lady want to leave. Uh, this, this lady's asking you to open the door. And then he was like, the, now the guy got scared. He's like, the door is open. I pulled on the door and the door still wasn't open. I'm like, the door isn't open. Now, all of them was like, see, the thing why I couldn't stand about them at this point is they're using me, the lady, and this scene of me talking about open the door. You, you're not holding me against my will. Open this door now. I will call the police on you. What you're doing is, you know, to me, as in any way, is illegal. If you got beef and problem with them, that's between you and them. But ask me, you're going to open this door, okay? As I'm doing all that, they're like, dang. And he's even looking like, the store was looking like, dang, open this door, bro. So at the end of the day, he opens the door. When he opens the door again, he opens it from the button. And before that, they're all like, yeah, man, just because just, they're scared now. They're scared that he's not going to open the door. They're scared that I'm screaming. I was this, I think in my, in my initial appearance was just this, I'm not a street girl, but I don't come off as somebody that's going to start hollering. And I'm not the person that's going to start hollering up in here. But my spidey senses was tingling a little too bad for me. You're not going to lock me up in here in a small space of this environment with these rowdy kids that's acting crazy that I don't know what's on them. I don't even know what you got on you. Anyhow, they feel too trapped or you feel like some Michael Dell. I'm in the middle of what? Gunfire potentially a step. You're going to open this door. And I didn't even get to that. And I didn't even get to the point of if they stealing from you, I didn't even get to that because that's none of my business. And the whole time while I'm talking to the person behind the counter, I'm talking to him. I'm looking at him dead in the eyes. And they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, because now they want, if she could get the door open, maybe they could just follow her after her. But y'all didn't give too damn about she when you was holding her up before. Nobody said, well, get the lady out of the way. And then after you, we get, you get her out the way, we're going to come and harass you for whatever it is that we harass you for. Y'all didn't see me before. But now all of a sudden you see me now. I didn't even need them to see me. So long story short, boom, the door opens up. Now as the door opens up, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't ever. Let me tell you something. Don't you? I don't care. Here's what he should have did. You should have took care of me. Even before you locked the door the first time, you should have said, all right, hold on. I'm, even if you wasn't going to give them no more bags. I hope he knows for the future, future reference. Even if you're not going to give them no more bags or whatever the hell, or you want them to get out the store and they're not leaving. Say, hold on, hold on, calm down. Let me just take care of this person behind you. You're supposed to always do that. I've taken care of people before. Even if you don't know if these kids are dangerous or not, or they stealing or not. Take care of the person behind you. After that, the store is empty. Lock them people in from there. Then from that time when the people come from outside, tell them one minute because technically they ain't in the store to get served. And if they can't wait, then they go or sit in their car until the door open up again. How are you? That's a liability. What if I was within there with a small child? 
What if I was in there with that? Who, you can't just be locking people. Now something going on. Okay, but you're protected behind the glass, and now your store potentially going to get sued out the wahoo because where am I? The fudge? Open this door. Don't let nobody trap you in New York. I'm two, I'm two streets more for that. I don't care what these niggas is doing. You're going to open this door. And you understood that. Don't, 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 don't. So he opened the door. So he opened the door. I noticed the, the girl that was behind me, whose arms were crossed, and she had her hands under her armpits, um... The entire time, I thought she was cold. Remember, it was raining and it's super hot, so the AC was booming in the store. I'm thinking, like, because she wet and they, she just, like, no, no. I noticed that after I opened the door, it's, a, it's two doors to get out. One door I opened, I pushed it open. I looked over my shoulder because at the end of the day, I'm street smart. I don't know these kids. I don't know if they want to rush the front door to push me down to get to the car to get out of there. I noticed the girl behind me ducking behind me and in her left um breast under her her armpit on, on the side of her breast i saw her hand that was under the breast and what's sticking out a bag a bag i saw that because she was right behind me so she probably didn't make it back out to the car but that's probably when he started to realize to unload you understand what i'm saying that's when he probably realized to lock him in see if he could probably get somebody to at least come and search him maybe not the police maybe the store owner come in and search him and just give him a chance and but somebody was going to come you don't get locked in for no reason okay then um, 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 the guys let, it seemed like the girls, the one girl, she slipped out behind me fast. Like I said, it went straight to the car. And then the two girls um, walked out kind of slowly, like, you know, like, like they were like walking slowly, but fast. It, but shut up. Didn't say nothing to the guy no more. And then the three guys, they just kind of like ducked their head and they all just like ducked out after me. Like, cow- like not like cowards, but kind of like, you know, like when you're scratching your head, like, uh, uh, like, you know, like, and also wondering, is the guy going to come after me? Which he didn't. And which, in my opinion, boy, you shouldn't. You know, at that point, you're going to be doing too much. By the time now they leave and they left, whatever they took, you're just going to have to take your L. You don't try to stay. And most importantly, you're safe and you got them out the store. If you called your boss and you told them what the hell was going on, I'm sure you have surveillance. You know, they're going to see what's going on. They're going to see me hollering up in there, you know. And so what I feel is like while I was going to leave and I should have left, I said I should have left. I'm never going to not listen to myself again. I should have left because at the end of the day, while it didn't get to that, it could turn to that. It could get real in the field. I ain't out here. When I'm going when I'm to defend myself with a bag of bread, a wonder bread. No, honey, I got to get home. I got a family there. So I went out and got into the car. And as, as I get into the car, these kids got in the car and they all left. But I call it the great exodus because had not been for, I feel like if I didn't open my mouth, if I decided to be patient, see, at that point, I'm not standing nah, in clothes. Boy, you behind this whole thick glass. What I got? No, baby, no, no. Y'all, everybody ain't perfect shooting. I know you got some behind that counter. I know out here you got some. But you, I don't know where you're going to shoot it from because you got the glass, but shoot. And you know what? If he had to unlock the door by, man, by, by hand to let me out, he could also have risked, by the time he locks himself back in with them, getting jumped by them. That's another reason glass is for his protection, but you can't have me up in there. So what I thought about with all of this, I was just like, I was, I was livid. Um... Beyond my mind, because I, I said, how stupid could, could some kids be? I was disappointed in the young ladies because I'm like, what's going on with the youth? Which bring me to my next point is, how do you talk to these kids? I feel like I, I've got to do some kind of a segment or something where I talk to these kids. Not talk at these kids, but talk to these kids. There's no way in hell. You know, I understand that, that groups of friends share a brain, but this was just absolutely dumb. 
And the charge could have been, is it something like, like a misdemeanor, I'm sure. Because one's marijuana is something like, I'm sure, a lot, whatever. And it wasn't no grand theft. It was whatever it was with smoke. But y'all really risking potentially your future. You think these knucklehead niggas that are, are obviously is broken can't afford a bag is going to come and bail you out? That's your family going to have to come do all that. You know, I know, they, like, these girls got more power than these than the young boys because they're queens. And I'm not saying that these young men ain't going to grow up to be kings, but they're literally in the store standing behind these guys, and these guys are leading them. So this is the men you're choosing to lead you, and they're leading you right into the path of effing destruction. And I was thinking that even before, because I said, this one girl with these three boys, I said, unless these three boys are cousin or something like that, I don't judge anybody. Well, where you going this time of night, young lady? No disrespect with it. Then I seen the two girls all come out. They all look like they share a brain. You know, they all got the same hair with the, with the, with the swoop and the thing. I don't judge nobody. They all got their little tiny spaghetti strap dress on. You know, it's hot neon colors and stuff. Everybody's cute. Everybody's attractive. Young, beautiful group of young, attractive black. But y'all doing some dumb ass shit. Excuse my language. And it pisses me off. And it's funny because they all feel so bold and confident to do what they want. They all feel entitled. And they all feel so, I mean, antagonizing this man who never even said, get out my store one time. He just was at well, some point because he, uh, he just said, no, mm-mm. You know, he don't talk too much. He just, but at some point he said, no, no, no. He got on the phone. Maybe he wasn't even really on the phone with somebody. Maybe he was going to play scare tactic. But when that happened, all of that, all of that stuff, you know, well, they got, they got scared. They did get scared. And then when I started hollering, they got more scared, but they was also just pleading. Can you open the door for this lady? Really? What they're saying is, can you open? And I got annoyed because I started to say, when the fuck y'all give a fuck up? You're like, I don't need y'all. I clearly, I got this for myself. But now I guess they're starting to say, well, if I we advocate for the lady, when she opened the door, she just come out behind. I, what I'm going to tell y'all, what I'm going to do, open the door and slam the door back behind me so I can shut in with him. If y'all happen to get y'all donkey asses free from this stupidity, stupidity you drag yourself is, then yeah, come on out then. And so they did. And they all jumped in their car and I jumped in my car, boy. And boy, did I peel the hell off, boy. I put my, I put my seat off. I was so, I drove safely to the crib, which was a few blocks down the road, but I was pissed off. I was pissed off at their actions. I was pissed off at the fact that because of their actions, I was locked in the store. Something I've never been in before. I, I don't want to be locked in nowhere. And to make that a note to yourself, ladies, anybody, if you ain't doing nothing wrong and you somewhere and you with somebody and the door closed and you trying to, why is the door locked? Make mother effing noise until that door open. Don't nobody opposed to uh, locking nobody in nowhere, especially without no daggone warning. You ain't, even, you ain't even telling me or communicating with me. Just give me two minutes. He's just talking about looking. He looking. You're going to open the door. The hell you, you, you going to open the door. The hell I, I would have called the police on him. I don't care if you call the police on them. I would have called the police on him. What they got to do with me? Officer of the law. He's going to open up the door. Shoot. Same thing. You're in a car. You tell them stop. They ain't going to stop. You better tell them to pull it over. Shoot. Holler about pulling it over. Don't grab the steering wheel, though, because you want to be safe. But you get my point, especially in the days of, of, of trafficking and all that stuff. I'm going to just sit here and wait for you to tell me when this door is going to open. This is, this is a business. This, this is a business. And then I didn't come in here to get trapped in. So I was mad at that. And then lastly, I was just, just, just what's, going, what's going on with y'all? Because honestly, in my days of even stolen younger days and stuff like that, when, when the days of five on it and whatever, if you had it, you had it. If you didn't have it, you didn't have it. That's why people was asking somebody if they had five on it. But in these days and time, if y'all, it ain't crack. I mean, come on. Following these knuckleheaded boys over there to the store. One of them came back in the store and said to the girls, that's how you know they, these, these boys had the car and it was them riding around with the car talking about who, what girls we going to be with for the night because one of them had the nerve to say to one of the girls, 
excuse me, why, why is your, uh, you know, why your homegirl in the car talking about she want to go home? She talking about she want to go to the crib. There was a fourth girl in the car, y'all. So apparently there was seven of them in the damn car. I don't know how they all fit, but seven of them in the car. And the fourth girl never came out the car. And apparently she was complaining that she wanted to go to the house. Probably because she realized that she was a knuckle, she was a knuckleheaded group. But he had said to her, you need to tell her we ain't going all the way back to Brooklyn. So we're not going back to the crib. Okay, let me be in the car. And all these people around me is acting the F up. And I'm talking about take me to the crib. And they talk about they ain't going to take me to the What? You ain't going to take me to the crib. So what you going to do? Go everywhere the hell they go until they decide to take you home. The young lady shouldn't even be leaving the house going to meet up with no guy unless they have some kind of, especially in these days, Uber money. I don't, don't depend on no man to bring you back home and take you home. You better have a, a you know, if an emergency, um, your mom can, somebody come get you. So now if you want to leave, you're in a situation that you want to leave. I want to talk to these kids. So now you're in a situation you want to leave and now they're telling you that you cannot leave. Forget in the store where you're wrong. You're clearly wrong. That's why they locked the door on you. Nobody tried to hostage you. They, they tried to hostage me, but nobody tried to hostage you. But in a situation like that, where I'm just out for the night and y'all doing too much and I'm over it now, I want to go home. Oh, okay. Well, make sure before you get in the car, you, you ask, when I'm ready to go home, are y'all going to take me? Or no, you just alone for the ride. Along with some of your friends in the car while they over here hugging on three, two, three losers. They, not losers by they didn't go to school or they come from bad families, but you, you're making loser decisions, bro. Y'all about, y'all about to be up in Rikers. For dumb stuff, and I wouldn't even care if it's a slap on the wrist because Queens hardly does stuff for stuff. Like, you know, it's, I don't care if it's light. For what? Because all that toss, tough talk that guy was doing, let me get that band on the bling, you know, trying to show off and show out because he you know, probably this, did this before at places and got away with it before. All that stuff that he was doing, yeah, yeah. As soon as it got real, got real quiet. So, what happened to your big boy boyfriend that was the one that was going to lead the way? How are he going to lead the way out now? Even the girls was like, they didn't know what to do because the guys was getting quiet. They was just like, you know, the girls tried to get like girl or girl like and tried to defuse the situation. They're like, oh, no, no, calm down. He's not doing that. You're not doing that, right? You're not calling the police. Stop calling the police. He's not like that. He's like, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, calling the police. Why? I'm like, fucking morons. Excuse my language. You can't be serious. So that's, that's how entitled y'all feel you're going to run through this world. With CCTV, ring camera, and all this thing going on, dash cam. That's how y'all going to run through here. And then when the stuff gets real, that's when you're going to realize, wait a minute, it may, may have been a bad idea. And so I question and I ask you all, do you think they learned their lesson? Hell no, I don't think so. Do I think or no believe that they're thankful that I was there in, in that moment? Yeah, because if it, if it was anybody else, they might have just... They might have said, listen, just let me out and then literally just say, I'll wait for you and literally help the man lock them back in, right? Or they would have just been like, listen, they obviously did something wrong. I don't want no problems because some people are not confrontational. What I did, open up the door, open the door now. That's confrontation. Some people's not, I'm not even a confrontational person, but this, I don't like that. I don't like that. Open it up. Open sesame, okay? Some people ain't about all of that confrontation. So they'll sit there and let the, the, the store owner do their job, meaning if he has to wait for the police to come, then when the police could come and he feels safe, then I'll leave. You know, some people might even want to be a snitch and be a witness. Yep, I was here. I saw and heard for whatever reason. Now, dumb people ain't going to get the door open for you, is they? First of all, I didn't get the door open for them. I got the door open for me. But in getting the door open for me, I freed about seven souls, six souls, lost you know, I wish that before before the guys wake up, because I know they're still going to do this. I hope the girls wake up and the guys went back to the car looking embarrassed. You, you are, you're all going to be embarrassed. And guess what? They still scored. They still scored from the store. So they're going to have to go on and deal with whatever they have there. But one, embarrassing. Two, the day a guy have me in the store behind him, we're going to go, what? 
Why are y'all following? I don't give a I don't care how good he looked. Oh, I got to do me. A, it wouldn't even be a charm school. I have to find a way. I'm going to, it has to be a podcast first. I just want to talk to them. <laughs> I, I, I just want to talk to them because this is crazy. And the notion of, oh, because they're 18 or something, you can't talk to them no more. Or once they're bad, they're all the way bad. They can't be changed is a lie from the father's pit of hell. You know, they just, I wouldn't even say the right, you could say a mentor, a good role model, but you know, sometimes even this person, just because a person's a good role model don't mean that there's somebody that you can comfortably talk to. I think with children, they need to be able to, you have to be able to relate to children. And a lot of adults, uh, they don't act, they act like they cannot relate. They, you know, I was young, dumb, and stupid too. You know what I'm trying to say? I can relate. But also, I can also say that in the new age of young, dumb, and stupid, I cannot relate. But if I go in there talking to them like I'm holier than thou and, and, and you know, like um, a friend that instance like that, like I've never smoked marijuana before. I have smoked marijuana before. But if I come in there and say to them, you know, I'm talking to them like, why are y'all even doing that? Nobody's listening to that. Nobody receives the message. You have to find a way to talk to people. And that's why they say the Messiah was, um, is the best to be the, 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 the priest. Uh, the king and the judge in the new kingdom because he is the only one that sat in your shoes and went through every temptation to understand what it was like to to feel the temptation. He and so in the in the judging of you, he understands what it was like to be you. So he's judging from a place of actually walking in your shoe. That's why Messiah always resonates so much with people as with the lowly people. Okay, he never righteous don't need to be uh, saved because they're already good. The, the flock is okay. He's looking for the ones that wandered and are lost, you know, so to speak. But um, he, he came and he sat with sinners, you know what I'm saying, and publicans. And he didn't say to them, well, don't you know I'm the holy of the... You know, he talked to them as if I can, I am one with you, so to speak. I don't know that people do that. And some do, but some don't, you know. And sometimes when you're not getting through to a child or you feel you didn't get through to a child, maybe not in that moment, but you planted a seed. But I just feel like enough of society always being like, well, once they're bad, they, you know, they're gone forever. No, because even the, even the army knows at 18, they can still reshape that brain and turn it into what it is they want it to be. A, a, a blood killing machine or soulless. If I have to slit a baby's throat, I hope not, though. But you know what I'm saying? Like bomb a, a family house because in the name of America, you understand what I'm trying to say, because that's what my mission is. Then I'm going to do that all for the sake of love and country and honor and patriotism kind of thing. Oh, dear. You know. It's not too late. And you can't just say, oh, because, you know, you just went down that hole now and you're gone. Nobody wants to hear that. Even as a child, when I was doing wrong, I, I didn't want to hear that. And a lot of people thought they knew what my fate was because of a lot of decisions that I made when I was younger. And the person I turned out to who I am today, you know, people just, you know, it, I, uh, people can change, especially if they want to, you know. You, you can't tell people what they're going to be. Don't tell people what they can't do. Or, you know, like I would never even want to wish on them like, oh, they going to jail. It's only a matter of time before they go to jail. I don't want them to go to jail. I don't want them to get caught. In a situation like that, even when they should get in trouble, I'm thankful that they were able to get out, but I really would hope that they would learn a lesson. I don't know that they did. But I know that one day something might happen that make, make them think of a situation and they might think about that moment again, that incident in that story that night. And now I'm just like, Lord, how to get to these kids? I always wanted to do something for the youth and queens. I used to say it on and off again. I started in 18. I never... Like a non non nonprofit or something, especially for the youth, but especially for the girls, because the city's losing a lot of um, funding for after school programs, and um, these kids either just go home or they go home to empty houses, and then they just go back out to the streets and just do other things and caught or get caught up in things. So it's it's not easy to be a child. It's not easy to grow up. Period. 
But then, like, now in these times, it's even harder. Peer pressure is, I know it's worse than when it was back then. And now you got drugs like Fent out here, you know. And um, these girls are promised. Like, I just, I'm not, I can never, I can never judge them, but I would want better. I would want better. Yeah, even if better means they all get better and they all stay together as friends and end up, I don't know, dating and get married one day. Just realize, remember when we was young and dumb and stupid, but now we all grow up and we're better. I would want better. Maybe if they don't make it with each other, make it, I wouldn't want better for them. I wouldn't want that they keep on with this mindset of just, like, entitlement. This, enti- this, this entitlement attitude is, I don't even care if you got away. You, every dog has their day. I don't, some of these kids are doing things, they're getting away with it, getting away. It's not going to be every time you would. If I got a call from my daughter, and honestly, I don't have a daughter. But if I had a child with my teenage daughter, and she was in a situation, and I had to go get her. Okay, I gotta go get you. This this, this other thing, I, I hate to say, not hate to say this, but I've had friends in the in the past. I've been through the system, and I've dated people who have the knuckleheaded stuff, and they've been through the system. If I've had to go get my child, for me to go get my child and be like, okay, I might be disappointed, but for me to go get my child and not act like I've never been through this before is stupid. Okay, I have to get out of my bed to come help somebody that I love because. They're, but why are we here? Why why are we here? What led to this? You was hanging out with who? I'm more concerned with what led to this. Not more like, you're, yeah, you're running your, see, because the, yeah. All right, well, duh, clearly you're arrested. We got to go deal with this. Come on home so we can fight it from the outside. Get you a lawyer. Get you a probation. And get it dismissed, whatever, whatever the thing is, okay? Because it's your child at the end of the day. You're going to have to go get them. But more importantly, instead of screaming all day long, we got to get to the bottom of this. So you was out with who? And then your knucklehead boyfriend said what? And then y'all went over there. Even, even if I don't approve of what you was doing, I might could say, so instead of asking somebody like your mom to loan you 40 or something until you get paid or something, you would rather go chase after a guy in the store and follow his lead to try to steal marijuana out of stores? Like, I would have to... I, forget, I, forget, I'm already... The situation's already what it is, but we gotta fix the thinking for crying out loud. What, what, okay, now, if you was drunk driving, you understand what I'm trying to say? Those one-time thing. You still gotta talk to them. Uh, now, if you're coming in there crazy, maybe when you talk to them next, they still don't want to listen to you. But me, I'm the type of person, when these kids get... You gotta pick them up. Same way as when they, they was jumping on the bed and they fell off and they almost broke their whole head off. Well, you still gotta pick them up. All right, stop crying. Yeah, right, you in trouble. But also, you, you got this whether you stop jumping on the bed or something okay i think that was a bad example of jumping on the bed but i think y'all get my point you we cannot just just keep saying oh they're lost oh they're going down that path oh and then if they end up that way oh see i know this one you got that's 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 wishing them off as as dawn that's wishing them off as might as well have hatred in your heart for the youth i don't want that you know i want better for them and um, I, 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 I can't be no influence for every youth but i can be a voice somewhere and i have to start with a voice I started with a voice in the store. I didn't care for them. I didn't care to even open my mouth for them. But I know that God put me there for a reason. I really hope people learn their lesson because all them girls that's in there, whether you like girls or not, whether you go to juvie or not, they're going to tear your butt up. But that's another reason I was straight to straight line. I'm too cute for jail, honey. Mm-mm. Child, no. <laughs> I'm too cute. No, dear. Hell no. Everywhere you go, they want she blowing at me. Ooh, no, got the jack. Y'all wanna go? It's not nothing nice. It ain't nothing nice up there. Fake meal. I never been. I'm just simply telling you from experience that I heard from family. <coughs> not all. Family, excuse me. Loved ones <coughs> who I've dated. Friends. <coughs> excuse me. I'm about to get off here and go take care of myself, but I just had to come on here and just say, 
just wow. What an experience. That could have been, that could have turned, it could have been a different group that was a little rowdier and had something on them and was ready to do something. Either way, I'm, mm mm. That's what happens. You go to the store now sometimes. Like, anyway. So, on that note, guys, that's all I wanted to say. Because I ain't going to make this no hour episode about no children. I just wanted to get my thoughts out so that I could, um, I don't know, start to brainstorm with what I'm called the next podcast. Or maybe I'll just do some segments on here sometime. Or maybe I think I'm just going to do a whole new podcast. I don't know, but I have to do some. I have to try. Because this is ridiculous. I, I really want to talk to the ladies first. If we could get to the ladies in this generation of them knuckleheads, game changer. Them boys would be like, what's going on? Would the girls get a memo or something? They still got time. They're not lost. Y'all, the ladies got to flip the script. Follow you where? I'd have been like, boy, bye. I'm saying if it works for you, then you could come meet me at my crib after. But could come with you. Which y'all really on that Bonnie and Clyde? You do know how Bonnie and Clyde story ended? Oh, oh, okay. Mm. Do, you do, do you remember? Mm. Go on. Yeah, ride or die. You see, that ride or die thing was cute when you was young, depending on what you was riding and dying for. But these days, a chick like me is trying to lie. What, what, what are we riding and dying for exactly? Because right now, I'm riding and dying for the most high God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, my dear. You know, and if Jesus ain't invited to the party, I don't want to come. Some people is on different levels right now. But on that note, we're we pushing 40 minutes, guys. And I'm going to go heal up. I'll be back soon, though, um, with the episode. I had to just trying to figure out um, where to go with the next one. But I love you guys. Stay safe. Um, keep your eyes open. And most of all, don't let nobody trap you in there. Where you hear me? Scream, I'm getting out. Love you all. See you all next time here. Bye. <laughs>